Davidson. I'd like you to join me and the ministers of music from here, Water of Life Church in Plano, Texas, as we minister the gospel, the death, burial, and resurrection of our Lord Jesus, which is the power of God. If you will turn to Isaiah 53, verse 9. I want to read this to you before I go into it. It says, And he made his grave with the wicked and with the rich in his death. If you will look that word up, if you will study it out, that is des. It's plural. It is a plural word. It's also used in Ezekiel 13, I believe. It says, For he made his grave with the wicked and with the rich in his deaths. Jesus died two deaths. He died a physical death and he died a spiritual death. And we're going to look at that today. And why did he do it? Why did he do it? And I want you to go to verse 10. Yet it pleased the Lord to bruise him. He has put him to grief. When thou shall make, when thou, the Father, shall make his soul, Jesus' soul, an offering for sin. Do you see that we had just, in Isaiah 53 and 52, it talks about the sacrifice of his body. But right here in verse 10, it says he made his soul an offering for sin also. So Jesus' body was an offering and his soul was an offering. And we are going to take a look at that soul and what it did. If you will go with me to Matthew 12. We're going to see what Jesus said. You know, I'm going to debunk some of your backgrounds where you said that Jesus never went to hell. Well, you can't read. You can't read. And you know what? You cannot say, well, so-and-so preaches that Jesus didn't go to hell. Well, guess what? So-and-so is not responsible for your soul. You are. And do you know that you have the word of God and you are responsible for these words? Do you know that God has given you by the grace and mercy and love of God, he has given us his words in a Bible where we can read them. The common man can read the word of God. And you know he gave it to you and you know you're responsible for it. You cannot be respond. You cannot say so and so said. You have the word right here. You are going to have to open it up, and you're going to have to read it because you're going to be responsible for it. And now we're going to see what Jesus said in this word, where he went when he died, that spiritual death. He said, uh, Matthew 12 verse 40. For as Jonah was three days and three nights in the whale's belly, so shall the Son of Man. Be three days and three nights in the heart of the earth. Jesus didn't go to heaven. He said he's going into the heart of the earth. That's down, folks. That's not up. Now go with me to Jonah, and we're going to see what Jesus is talking about. Jesus said, just like Jonah, I'm the Son of Man's going to be three days in the heart of the earth. Three days and three nights. Jonah chapter 2. If you have a Bible like mine, it's, it's uh, page 1150. It says, chapter 2, Then Jonah prayed unto the Lord his God out of the fish's belly. And he said, I cried by reason of my affliction unto the Lord, and he heard me. And remember, Jonah is a prophet. And the prophets speak by the Spirit of Christ. That's in 1 Peter. It said, I cried by reason of my affliction unto the Lord, and he heard me. Out of the belly of hell cried I. Out of the belly of hell cried I, and thou heardest my voice. For thou hast cast me into the deep, into the midst of the sea, and the floods compassed me about. All thy billows and thy waves passed over me. 
Then I said, I am cast out of thy sight, yet I will look again toward thy holy temple. The waters compassed me about, even to the soul. The death closed me round about. The weeds were wrapped around my head. I went down to the bottom of the mountains. The earth with her bars was about me forever. Yet hast thou brought up my life from corruption, O Lord my God. That's what Jonah said, and that's who Jesus referred to. Now turn with me to Acts 2, and we're going to see what Jesus' right-hand man said about Jesus. Peter, speaking after the baptism of the Holy Ghost, when they were all speaking in tongues, Peter stood up and preached the gospel for the first time after the baptism. And now we're going to listen to what Peter said. You think Peter knew? Do you think Peter knew what happened to Jesus? Let's go to verse 22 of Acts 2. You men of Israel, hear these words. Jesus of Nazareth, a man approved of God among you. Notice it says man. He was a God that became a man. He said, a man approved of God among you by miracles and wonders and signs, which God did by him in the midst of you, as you yourselves also know. It says, him being delivered by the determinate counsel and foreknowledge of God, God's deliberate plan, you have taken and by wicked hands have crucified and slain, whom God raised up, having loosed the pains of death because it was not possible that he should be holding of it. For David speaketh concerning him, I foresaw the Lord always before my face, for he is on my right hand, whom I shall not be moved. Therefore did my heart rejoice, and my tongue was glad. Moreover, my flesh shall rest in hope. This is Jesus speaking through David the prophet. He said, because thou wilt not leave my soul in hell. Do you see those words? This is Jesus speaking through the prophet David. Thou will not leave my soul in hell. Well, if he's not going to leave his soul in hell, that means he went there, folks. That means he went there. We're going to find out why he went there. Neither will thou suffer thine holy one to see corruption. And if you will go down to verse 31, Peter says it again. He said, he, seeing this before, spoke of the resurrection of Christ. That his soul was not left in hell, and neither his flesh did see corruption. That word hell there is the Greek word Hades. And if you study it, you know, uh, Paul said to Peter, study to show yourselves approved. You can't take the word of every preacher that preaches to your ears. You have got to pick this word up and study it for yourself. And if you will look at this word in Strong's and Thayer's uh, lexicon, the Greek lexicon, you will see that it is in the same context. That same word Hades is in the same context as Luke 16. So when Peter said that Jesus has gone to hell, Jesus described that same word in Luke 16. Go with me to Luke 16 and we're going to see Jesus describing hell. It says, there was a certain rich man, which was clothed in purple and fine linen and fared sumptuously every day. Luke 16, 19. And there was a certain beggar named Lazarus, which was laid at his gate full of sores. Folks, this isn't a parable. God just, or Jesus just named Lazarus. He said, there's a man named Lazarus. He didn't say a certain man. He said a man named Lazarus. This is not a parable. This is a description of something that is real. He said, and desiring to be fed with the crumbs which fell from the rich man's table, moreover the dogs came and licked his sores. And it came to pass that the beggar died 
and was carried by the angels into Abraham's bosom. The rich man also died and was buried. And it said, and in hell, that same word that Peter used in Acts 2, and in hell, in Hades, the Greek word Hades, that and in hell, Jesus is describing where he went. He said, and in hell he lifted up his eyes, being in torments, and seeing Abraham afar off and Lazarus in his bosom. And he cried and said, Father Abraham, have mercy on me and send Lazarus that he may dip the tip of his finger in water and cool my tongue for I am tormented in this flame. But Abraham said, Son, remember thou thy lifetime, receiveth thou good things and likewise Lazarus evil things. But now he is comforted and thou art tormented. Folks, hell is forever. You don't want to go there because you will never get out. Hell is eternal. Do you hear that word eternal? Hell is eternal. And you cannot get out of hell. And there is no such thing as ultimate reconciliation. It is not written in this word. God did not send his son there so that someday everybody will not have to go there. That is a lie. Jesus went there and he went there for you and he made a way so you can get out of it. He made a way for you to get out of it. Listen to these words. Verse 25, but Abraham said, son, remember thou in thy lifetime receiveth thou good things and Lazarus evil things, but now he is comforted and thou art tormented. Besides all this, between you and us, there is a great gulf fixed. So they which pass from thence to you cannot, neither can they pass to us which come from thence. Then he said, I pray thee, Father, that thou would send him to my father's house. For I have five brethren that he would testify unto them that they, not, that they also, lest they also come into this place in torment. He's, this man is in hell and he says, please go tell my brothers so they don't come here. And it says, Abraham said unto him, they have Moses and the prophets. Let them hear them. And he said, nay, Father Abraham, but if one went to them from the dead, they will repent. And he said unto them, if, thou will not, if they will not hear Moses and the prophets, neither will they be persuaded, though one rose from the dead. And who is talking here? It's written in red, the man that was raised from the dead. Now, let's go to Psalm 88, and we're going to see why Jesus went there. We are going to see why Jesus had to go there. Remember, Jesus had two sacrifices. His body was a sacrifice. In Hebrews, it says, thou hast prepared for me a body. Why? Because that body was going to be a sacrifice. It was going to go on the cross. It was going to carry our sin. It was going to carry all our sickness in that body. It was going to carry our poverty. It was going to carry all our pain. It was going to carry our peace. But his soul also was going to have to be a sacrifice. That's why Jesus became a man, folks. A God couldn't do it. The only one that could do it was a man. And Jesus put it was put on that cross as a man. And he had a man's soul, and that soul took on your sin. The Father laid all our sin on Jesus' soul. And because of that, Amen. Jesus became sin. He became your sin. I said last week, he died a murderer. He died an adulterer. He died an unbeliever. He died an atheist. He died weak. He died in fear. He died in unbelief. He died everything that you've done. 
everything you've done, he died. And guess what happens when a sinner dies? They go to hell. They go to hell. Why? Because they're going to pay for what they did. Do you want to pay for what you did? Or do you want somebody else to pay for you? Let's see what Jesus did. Psalm 88. Oh, Lord God of my salvation, I have cried day and night before thee. Let my prayer come before thee. Incline thine ear into my cry. For my soul is full of trouble, and my life draweth nigh unto the grave. I am counted with them that go down into the pit. I am as a man that has no strength, free among the dead, like the slain that lay in the grave, whom thou rememberest no more, for they are cut off from thine hand. Jesus was cut off for the Father. He was cut off from the Father because he had sin in him, and the Father can't look on sin. Jesus was cut off from God. He said, thou hast laid me in the lowest pit. In the lowest pit. Amen. He said, in darkness, in the deeps. And look at verse 7. Thy wrath lieth hard upon me, and thou hast afflicted me with all thy waves. Thank That's what God. Jonah said about the waves. Thy wrath lieth hard on me. Jesus speaking, thy wrath lieth hard on me. Why? He's taking the wrath of God for you. He is taking the wrath of God. God is pouring his wrath out on Jesus here in the lowest pit. And why is the Father pouring his wrath out on Jesus? So he doesn't have to pour it out on you. The Father is pouring his wrath out on Jesus so he doesn't have to pour it out on you. He said, Thou hast put away mine acquaintance far from me. Thou hast made me an abomination unto them. I am shut up and cannot come forth. And if you look at verse 15, we're going to go there. I am afflicted and ready to die from my youth up. That's how we know this is Jesus. He said, A body has thou prepared me. He said, as I suffer thy tears, I am distracted. Thy fierce wrath goeth over me, and thy tears have cut me off. Jesus suffered the wrath of God. God poured out his wrath on Jesus in the lowest pit for your sin and my sin. And he did it to Jesus so he doesn't have to do it to you. So he doesn't have to do it to you. Do you hear that? He poured out his wrath on Jesus My in God. hell so he doesn't have to pour it out on you. My God. Now, for somebody that loved you that much, don't you think you owe him your life? Thank you for joining Kathy Davidson and the Ministers of Music from Water of Life Church. She would love to hear from you. You may reach her by email at kd at kdwol.com. Or you may write her at Kathy Davidson, Care of Water of Life Church, Post Office Box 861-327, Plano, Texas 75086. You may find her on the internet at www.kdwol.com and on Facebook and Twitter. Until next time, God bless.